How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. Hey, this is Shooter McGavin. You're listening to the 19th Hole Podcast. I probably got to get sued for licensing. <laughs> anyway, we have found Golf Talk Live. I played that song because Christian Nazamus is back. The whole gaggle, all five of us, folks, all of us on the Zoom right now. Christian, hola, como esta? What's up, boys? It's been a minute. The prettiest <laughs> podcast. When, when was your last appearance? The prettiest podcaster uh two weeks how long how long has it been Dude, three weeks you haven't been around in like a month bro not that long Don't maybe, the, maybe the one that bro. I you were on come on bro that was <laughs> it it was bro on us. <laughs> don't be that guy alan you want to go there right out of the gate <laughs> seriously you want to go there? You know the day I've had. You know the weekend I've had, bro. Uh, dude, I've seen the pictures, and honestly, don't be that guy. And that guy, don't be that guy times ten. <laughs> okay, I haven't put it on social yet. I'm gonna jump right there. I know we got other things to talk about. Rory, who I don't know. Okay, what I'm gonna put out on social, even maybe before. Well, it'll go out around the same time. I got this one mother effer. I'm playing the fifth hole and I hear this screeching up the, and I'm, I literally look at our head golf pro Riley. And I was like, my God, how, what must they be doing? Squealing tires on the road next to the golf course. Oh no, no, no. Andy Hydorn, Not at all. I go over. Why are you leaning? You got a thought you're <laughs> leaning into the camera. <laughs> I go over and here on number seven, this dude is literally his tire on his cart, Bobby, is turned 90 degrees. And I'm like, how'd that happen? He goes, it just fell off, man. <laughs> Alan, we're growing the game. We have to let people have fun. Bro. <laughs> it's just hashtag don't be these two drunk guys. <laughs> And that's all I got to say. You guys, any thoughts on that? You guys are operator, Bobby. You operated golf courses. You ever had that happen? Oh, yeah. The worst was actually some police and fire and an outing years ago in Massachusetts. Um, yeah, you're gonna get it. It's a pain in the neck, you know. As Andy said, yeah, grow the game, make it fun. There's a little bit of difference between bodily harm <laughs> and, you know. Uh, it's just crazy what people you know what it is the minute you hit the golf course some some very successful people completely lose their head lose their <laughs> mind they leave it at the gate and you say how are you successful in life what happened as you entered and parked the car I well you need to you need to share with us here because on your text thread you said that that you had an interesting outing with the police and firemen <laughs> oh yeah well no, that was the Maryland State Police Chief's outing. That was back at River Run in, I think, 99 or something. And we finished the event. I'm scoring it. And the two guys behind me get after it, get after it. Their voices are raising, voices are raising. And this is a complete true story. 
they got so close and the one guy raised his his uh, arm up and I intervened. I walked right between them, squeezed between them. And I said, hey, guys, what do I have to call the police on you? <laughs> <laughs> joke, joke. And they looked at me and a guy pulled them apart. Like it just, it got pretty hairy. Because, Bobby, so, you're like a big guy and you could get between those troopers. Very big. Yeah, I'm big. I, I, I play bigger than my size. <laughs> Wicked he's like big. Not, he's like 1950s NHL hockey big. I'm, I'm, uh, Christian, I'm these, these two clowns, though, okay, they were they were hammered, right? And then they tried to insinuate that it was us. Although I don't know the the bottle that I found in the back of their car that they that they snuck on that might have had something to do with it. And he's like, "Well, it won't drive. The wheel fell off." And I'm <laughs> well, like, and, I, and then his, and then his buddy who throws him under the bus like in two seconds flat then says, he goes. What are you like, the manager? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. goes, well, he goes, well, you guess you got to do what you got to do, then, don't you? It's like, that's right. <laughs> Call the cops. Oh my god, yeah. We, yeah. you you seem to have some some interesting characters come and play your place, bro. Yeah, Jersey, Joyzy, Joyzy, come to Joyzy, Joyzy, Joyzy. Actually, you know what it is, and I, I hate to rag on this. It's a lot of Staten Island guys that come down and they're just having a good time, and they just get a little like, overzealous, and and there you go. I don't want to stereotype, but I'm I just did. Golf brings the best out of people. I've had to break up fist fights <clears throat> at the nine hole course when I worked at Winter Park, and at junior golf events, I've had to break up almost fist fights twice. Oh yeah. So I got I got the greatest Boston story of all time, right? So when I was at Callaway, this this guy Chris O'Brien, who's from Reading, he he worked for us, and and he was one that one of my reps in the Midwest. And uh, so they would do an outing every year in the fall, and he and his brother, literally on the way up to the outing, had to pull over so they could. <laughs> fight each other on the side what? of the road like like brawl style right so it gets better though so they get done fighting they get back in the car they play they're on like the 14th hole another fight breaks out so after the round they're at a bar and of course they start fighting again and the cops show up and their dad gets arrested for DUI oh my god Chris O'Brien, if you're out there in the in the pod sphere, <laughs> I mean, just just a, a unbelievable, typical Boston story. Alan, here's a, a quick segue just to get in early to show uh, those things typically don't happen on synthetic putting surfaces. To bring to mind complete synthetic turf, our friends, <laughs> <laughs> our friends with complete synthetic turf, complete synthetic turf.com. They will do any job. Big, small, even for the pets in the yard. Fantastic people here in Palm City. They can work in 50 states. You want to work in your game. You want to not get in trouble with Alan at his club. Put in a complete synthetic turf putting green at your house, and you'll stay. You're going to win some more money because you'll be better at putting. You can raise some money for little linksters. How about that? 
Segways, segways. Well, I mean, if you're going to go there, Bobby, you might as well just talk about, you know, Survivor Golf Tee because the Survivor Golf Tee has a height gauge uh, setting and its its center prong allows for less resistance for the golf ball, which causes the ball to go fly further. So, I mean, if you're going to have a Survivor Battle Royale up there, you know, Andy fighting, you might as as well use the Survivor Golf Tee while you're playing. You might as well. All right, Christian, so... (laughs) Bail me out, brother. How you been, dude? I I've been I've been good. I mean, I've been following your I've been following your social. You don't even text me. You just like you just like abandoned Papa Dupes, dude, and you just like you've been doing. You've been you've been on assignment. You've been, you got a lot going on. So tell the tell the pod world where you're at. I've never will ever ever forget about Papa Dupes. First oh, off, ever. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Um, and now I've just yeah I've I've just been doing shit i mean i've been watching my eagles go six and oh in the first six weeks of the season yeah it's a, i'll tell you what being down here in the philly market between the phillies and the eagles i can't take it i it, love it, it. I mean, i'm not a phillies up. fan i was a, i was a yankees fan until they got swept last night unfortunately I yeah, hope they, they look bad the it looks bad get rid of everybody except for vader and judge and cole get rid of them all Andy, your your Astros is like exposed everything bad about them. You know, I'm I'm just not an Astros guy. You you can take me out of Boston, but you'll never take the Boston out of me. You know what's cool though? I actually hopped I hopped on because Heather and I were having a conversation. Standing room ticket, World Series, Phillies, fifteen hundred beans. Mm. I can fly Thanks. to Houston. And watch a game for less. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you know the tickets were as low as $20 last night to the Yankee game? I heard that. Yeah. I heard it was crazy. 20 bucks. I mean, honestly, I, it's they're not going to make money. I'm shocked people went in the first place. As hmm. long as the Astros are as good as they are, they're always going to own the Yankees, period. I mean... I, I got a hot take. Everybody wants Judge to get paid, but if you can't do anything in the postseason, should you get paid the Ooh. money that he wants? Ooh, I don't know. That's a that's a legit I, question. But... I'd be happy as a Red Sox to give him a discount for <laughs> you know you hit six the the I'll tell you what, short left with the monster sitting there for a for a right-handed batter. Yep. I mean, how many dingers is Judge would he hit in Boston? Eighty-one oh, games. Oh yeah, a lot. No, I mean, well, you hit 62 home runs in the regular season, and then you can't, you, you know, he hits, what, two in the postseason? One or two in the postseason? I mean, the team is just, they're, they're terrible. I'm shocked they even won 99 games. Well, yeah, like, like, if Houston didn't open the, the roof, he would have hit another one. Oh, of course. That's the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I said, like I said, Houston's, Houston's pitching far better than, I mean, Yankees live and die on the, on the home run ball, so – Pitching exposed it. End of story. Should be interesting because Philly's not unlike uh, New York, although I do think they can manufacture a few runs. So, you know, hey, just so we don't burn down a city here in Philadelphia, either way. Oh, you know that it's going to be a good World Series. I think honestly, I, 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 um, just because I hate the Astros, I'm rooting for the Phillies personally. But they were greasing all the light poles so that people couldn't climb them. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. They did that after uh, the Eagles won the Super Bowl yep. in, in uh, 17 or 18, excuse me. A lot of swell guys in 
Philly. Yeah. Yep. So here's the deal, Philly. Um, you want to feel like Bostonians? You need to go to the year, what, Andy, 20, almost 2040, and then call us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crazy. 20-year span of championships. Um, let me ask you a question. I'm going to try to – wrecking havoc. Watch how I'm going to do this, Brennan. Wrecking havoc, my round of golf, pipeline one right down the middle on number four. Okay, well, I, I bunted it because that's all I got anymore. And it ends up in a crater. We had this conversation going on in the social. I got to ask you, I'm literally, this may be the worst divot I've ever been in my, oh shit, Andy's leaning into the screen already. <laughs> this may have been the worst divot I've ever possibly been in. Three quarters of the ball was in the divot and the ball was up against the front of the divot. That was not a manufactured photo. That was literally your ball. Yes. Oh, I thought the same thing. No. Oh, so it begs the question, what rule, you know, and then ironically, I come home that night and Golf Digest on their social says, if you could change one rule. So I thought that'd be a great debate topic. And for anybody that's out there listening right now. So Christian, I'm giving you first opt back because we missed you. If you could change one rule in the game today, what oh, would it be? Man. Mine's going to be divot. I'm already right there. So we can debate yeah. that when well, I get to it. A one? Um that's a tough question. I mean, would would you, I'd say I'd say um, hazards. Kind of Larry. I'm trying to. I'm like. I don't know, boy, like, Bobby. I guess like you're a lot like when you hit the ball on the hazard, you have to like dictate obviously like where it went in, discrepancy and so forth. That's what I would say personally if I could switch it. The penalty area, Bobby? Yeah. No, he was correcting Christian. Oh. Change the terminology. For, yeah. For, you know, talking like a baby boomer over there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> so so my my rule change would absolutely 100%, 100% be the scorecard deal. You know, like like – not signing a scorecard and, you know, DQing somebody who signed for a wrong card to me makes zero sense. You know, if you can't figure it out right then and there, you know, it just makes no sense to me. So let me tell you, let me tell you a funny story that I was playing in a college event. I, the guy I'm playing against, we get to the house. I would have clipped him by one. I'm trying to remember how exactly it went. Long story short is his teammate was in the group and they wrote down an erroneous score. Forced it into a playoff. I lost. I had no recourse. So how do you monitor the scorecard, Andy? Well, I mean, with honesty, right? Well, obviously, I went out the window in my example. Yeah, I mean, but what well, you're saying is that Robert DiVenzino. Yeah, I'm talking about like a real tournament, not some get up outing where people are cheating. I'm uh, such a stupid. 
Yeah, I'm such a stupid. No, I I just think think that that there's there's a there's no leniency there, and and a mistake is a mistake as long as it it gets corrected and they get it right. What's the difference? Okay, Brandon, you got one. I've been thinking about now that I know that that picture is real. And so, so your argument on social was, or some, somebody's argument that you had said was. So, so I, I, I ironically got home that night and golf digest had just posted on Instagram that, you know, about changing rules and it happens to show a ball in the divot. And that's been a good conversation, a, a talking point for a number of people lately. And, and if you think about it, I mean, you can repair a ball mark on the green which is caused by another player, another competitor. Why can't I fix the fact that they have a they 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 did not take care of the golf course and put at least fill fill it back fill in a divot, especially the crater that that I was in. Because on, argument on the green, you're allowed to mark your ball, right? So in essence, your your ball. Are you not allowed to mark your ball anywhere on the prop on the golf course? No, depends mm -hmm. on the format. For to, ident to identify it, you can. What if I what if I couldn't tell that that was my ball that in the crater, because my markings on the other on the on the lower side. You're changing this argument to support your point. Of, of course I am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, Christian. Here's my here's my thing on divots, real quick. So the problem is that that divots come in various stages, right? I mean, so if you allow people a free drop out of a divot, you're going to have players everywhere taking drops saying that, you know, this is an old, maybe it's an old divot, but it's still the grass is thin. So there's no real definition of a divot. Now the picture you put was, was what you think about when you think about a horrible divot, but there are a million different levels of severity when it comes to a divot. So Brandon, you never finished your point before Andy semi leaned into the to his screen i mean it, it's a fair point that you're making alan because if someone pipes one down the middle or yes bunts it, or bunts it like as you said unfortunately and you walk up to your ball whether it's christian 300 yards off the tee or alan 230 off the tee how mm -hmm. much does that suck that it's laying in a divot and Alan, I hit at 2.30 also, so don't worry. I have a stealth now that I'm popping it out there, 2.35. <laughs> so it's, I, Christian's 2.99. You, you hit a fairway, you three a fairway should be rewarded, right? Exactly. That's my point. What's what's one of the first rules they ever made? I was even part, not the, not the, I was even part at lies. that point. I, yeah, yeah, I get it. Play it as it lies, I get it. Okay, Alan. Yeah. I'm starting at the half court line and I'm running as fast as I can. I'm going to leap from the foul line and do a Jordan here. Yeah. I'm going to talk for the next 14 minutes because I've been around this. <laughs> um, that before the bad lie, before the everything, everything, I honestly don't know one amateur golfer that I've played with in the last 10 years that ever played with the within the rules of golf. So to begin that's with, a whole other conversation. Exactly. So Bob. First is if we talk about what happened to you, is that a 
sanctioned event? Is that real, real hardcore golf? Is that tournament golf? Is that so on and so forth? I get it. Um, but nobody, nobody I even know would, they just push the ball and, and hit it. Like nobody I know that plays golf other than a few people. And Andy's a tournament golfer. I play tournament golf, but I mean, 99.999% of golfers don't play the rules. I don't even care. Have them keep coming out, spending money on Green Street, buying stuff on and on and on. Wear your hat backwards. I really don't care. Respect the course. I would be more uh, mad at somebody that didn't replace a divot. Like that ticks me off. But it's just fascinating that nobody plays by the rules. They think they play by the rules and they don't play the, by the rules. It's still head down, left arm straight type of thing within the rules to make a, a quick little thing there. So yeah, my thing is the out of bounds because people actually just do, they, they just drop it out there and they, and they add a shot. You know what? God bless you. You're playing fast. Keep play moving. Don't go all the way back to the tee and slow up my golf course. The out of bounds rule is one thing I would change for amateur golf. Which it has kind of, right? I mean, you could do the local rule now, correct? And I know some high school matches that are doing that where you just, but I don't know if they're applying it correctly. So you, you drop where it went out and you're hitting four. Let's just say if it's off the tee, correct? I think so. Wouldn't you be hitting three? Well, it'd be stroking distance. So you'd be three off the tee. Yeah, correct? They, yeah, they yeah, the that. modification of the rule as you dropping, you know, kind of four. at that point across into the fairway, right. hitting four. Yeah. Christian, so I just played Kiowa. Bob, to your kind of to your, kind of to your point, I played Kiowa. I don't know if you knew this because you weren't around for the last month. Um, <laughs> everything at Kiowa is a lateral hazard because you'd have people having to retee it all day long, and it speeds up play. Yeah, Gator, I saw in number four. That didn't speed up play. I slowed down play. <laughs> What, were you scared of a little gator? Dude, this thing was a 10-footer. That's a big mother effer. It was a big I mean, one. That's why, you, that's why God make golf clubs. Yeah. My caddy had his, had my putter next to next to the gator. Oh, geez. So, Brendan, did you ever take a position on the divot then? I didn't, I didn't catch that. I never take a position. <laughs> well played. <laughs> I go with the flow. <laughs> and Bobby, to your point, I probably would have rolled it out of the divot if I right. wasn't out there with a couple other people and they were giving me shit about the fact that I was in the divot and I was like, screw you, watch how I'm making par right here. Well, how and about it, how about roots? I hate roots. But but have you ever known a friendly game of golf to not allow people to it just, off a just take no. it off there. Don't, don't don't scuff up your club. Right. Yeah. Don't break your wrist. Don't break your wrist. That divot you're in could have broken a wrist. Well, ironically, it went dead left into the bunker. I almost got it up and down to make the four, but they were laughing at me, and they're like, they're at my seventy degree angle from me. I said, "You you laugh." I said, "I was worried I was going to hosel rock on this thing and kill you two over there." <laughs> I wonder if last week's winner, Rory McIlroy, what he would do in that situation. I don't know. What, 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 what would Rory McIlroy, the now world number one, probably do, Christian? 
do do number one world number one things. I I mean I, I don't know. I've never been in his shoes before, never will be. So I wish. I like to try to hit bombs like Rory every every now and then, but what would you what do you think he would do, Alan? Well, I thought Rory looked pretty spectacular in his ascent ascension to number one. Yep. Although there was a crazy stat, I don't know if you guys saw this on social the last day or so. It was since 2011, they had Justin Thomas, Rory, and Tiger with 54 hole leads. Andy's shaking his head. Tiger's eight for eight since 11, which hasn't been his good years. Eight for eight, winning with a 54 hole lead. So 100%. And then JT was like 58 and Rory was like 56%, correct? Yep. That's wild. With and then he was, Tiger was, Tiger's 54 for four in his career. 54 and four with 54 hole leads. That's crazy. When all is said and done, his career records are just going to drop people's jaws. Who, TW? Yeah. Yeah. They were just talking about Rory's 23 uh, professional victories and how he defended at the CJ Cup. And uh, Tiger has 23 defenses in his career. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I never heard like, that like they're, they're coming up with new stats on him like every week. And it's like, you know, they're not your traditional Tiger stats. They're something new, but... It, it gets more amazing every time you see something. By the way, Christian, to your point, uh, longest drives of the week for 385, 376, 363, 360, 359, 357. You hit, you hit it as far as Rory does. Yeah, my dreams. Not in real life. I mean, maybe if I, you know, only when you're watching, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Because I kind of put on a show, obviously, you know. Absolutely. So, no, it's it's. I mean, obviously, when Rory gets in his mindset and that and that he like almost flips a switch. I mean, he's tough to beat. You know what I mean? I still I still think that nobody can beat Cam Smith right now. When when Cam Smith gets the putter rolling, that's just my take. But but that's that's a take that you'll never find out the answer to. <laughs> yeah, you're hundred percent correct. No, we will. We will find out at uh, Augusta, potentially. Potentially. Correct? Yeah, but Correct. it's not fair to give Guy one chance to prove his worth. Well, okay, we're going to find out four times then, yeah. potentially. Hmm. And if we don't find out, it looks like we need a golf trip. So <laughs> Andy and I play straight up. No strokes given. I like oh I like that action. Dude, I'm, tips, I'm, in plays. I'm in swing reconstruction mode. <laughs> I play the Dude, you're lifting, play. you you've been lifting hardware. <laughs> How can you say it's swing reconstruction? What you you you're gonna be terrified over that 80 yard wedge shot again on the <laughs> Oh, Bobby, what are you hearing about Liv? Should we even talk about him? Who cares? He's going to be down by me in the uh, Miami I thought, area. Right. 
the big team championship. Yeah. I'm thinking, I think I might swing down and check that out. Can we, can we talk about that a little bit? What, what actually is that, that team thing that they have going on at Doral? Bubba's a non-playing captain. Does he get paid? What, what is, what is the format? I don't, I don't get it. Shirts and skins. <laughs> Galloway scoring. Come on, I'm trying to be serious here. What what I mean, like I get I get that they have all their, you know, team competitions in each event, but what's the season long team thing? Is it kind of the same thing? Like the aces and the whatever the other team names the are. bombers versus the aces yeah. versus says, the it says right here, Andy, that there are 12 teams in a field that are seated based on the team points earned by each squad throughout the first seven events of the series. The winning team of each event has earned 32 points, uh, while teams finishing ninth through 12th earned zero points. There's no cut, so it's point. It's I guess it's just point-based. So I, I, it was my impression that the first few live events – that they were picking teams on like Thursday night, right? Like drafting right. teams. No, that stopped after like the second week. I mean, yeah, Justin the same Johnson game. had the best team out of did, any did of them. Did I say the first two events? Did I not say that? No, no. Oh, did you say that? I don't know. I wasn't listening. I apologize. <laughs> it was the hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, now, now that they have the same teams – they've accumulated those points and they're playing for a team championship. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's, I think it's still exclusively on YouTube. Um, I haven't really watched any of their events. I didn't watch any of Chicago. I didn't watch it. I, 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 I barely have watched it really. Will, will Boston Bob increase the size of the fans and attendance by a hundred percent? That's the real question. <laughs> but he's not allowed to bring anyone else. <laughs> I'll bring the family. If it was right in your backyard, would you go? There's a good question for everyone. The twenty dollars. Well, they kind of were. They were up at they were up at Bedminster. That's true. Giving, giving away the tickets, and I didn't go. You considered it, correct? I did, and I, you know, I, I decided to go out and play golf myself. I would be more apt to go to that than I would a regular tour event that has thousands of people and ridiculous parking circumstances and all that stuff. Like if I could go get in and get out and watch those guys like hit balls on the range, I, I would do that in a minute. And they wear shorts so you can see Phil's calves. <laughs> That's a treat. That's a good visual. <clears throat> I just laughed when I came out, I think, one day. When I saw Greg Norman jump up and he landed in shorts, I thought that was just, like, comedy for me to watch that. Very dramatic. Yeah, very dramatic. Some some social media influencer probably told him this is how he's going to get noticed. So they're going to jump – they're going to be in, like, their, their, you know, pantsuit business attire – and then she jumps up in the air and she comes out and she, now she's in her, her golf outfit. Like our good friend, new lady golfer, Elisa Kazar, Christian. She's yeah. done that. Numerous times. 
numerous times. Anyway, no, Bob, you were the reason I was asking about about Liv Christian okay over there was what what was the interview? Somebody who was ragging on. Oh, uh, Robert Gary. Robert. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And. Oh well, I think Andy and I saw the same interview. I read it. He was he was tearing it to everybody. He was not a happy camper. He was Any, an anybody who came in the forefront of his mind, he threw under the bus. I didn't see any of this. Elaborate. I'm 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 intrigued. Well, he he I I think all but challenged Billy Horschel to a fight. Um, you know, he was all over Rory, and then basically said that that Jay Monahan's going to be out of a job. Um, nobody likes him. I mean, he was going scorched earth on, on yeah. uh, a lot of these guys. He didn't mention the guys that ruined the golf cart on your course, but just about everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but give him another five minutes, he probably would have said, you know, there's this course in Joyzy. Joyzy. <laughs> All right. So – because because this is like a a conditioning uh, start for for Christian getting back into the game, we're gonna keep it keep it a little shorter this week. Um, we don't want him to you know throw out his arm early. You know, he's <laughs> limiting the number of pitches here. So uh, I'm gonna say we're on the 18th hole right now. Not to mention the fact that we're recording this Monday night, folks, and the Pats are on. So hey, <laughs> but um, uh. 18th hole, final thoughts, Mr. Elliott. So I just want to, and I don't even know if he listens to this, but um, someone that actually helped me get my job at the Golf Academy of America when I was there and prepped me for his position as the director of career development, PGA professional by the name of Alan Flashner just celebrated his 50 years as a PGA professional. That's a, that's a special thing. I look in PGA Magazine at the Quarter Century Club, but that the 50 years that's that's a big deal so congratulations to mr flashner boston bob well i might keep a little bit of the theme going but uh we said goodbye for good to a really unbelievable pga member this week bill Schifoletti. he was one of the best 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 people you could ever meet in your life i followed him when i went to pga golf club and we i guess sort of kind of have similar looks or whatever. I don't know. The members used to turn the corner and look at me and go, hey, Bill, you're back. Um, and I took it as high, high praise. So uh, he fought the good fight against cancer to come this week. But uh, everybody's got to raise a beer. Toast to Billy Schifoletti. Godspeed, Billy. Godspeed, indeed. Andy? Oh, let me see here. Um, I want to just do a a quick shout out to um, Patrick Harrington's coach. It's a guy named Michael Jacobs. He's up in New York and, and they're really into the biomechanics and the torques and the, all this stuff that's really complicated. But long story short, he has turned Patrick Harrington into an absolute beast. Mm. Um, Patrick Harrington's got like 180 ball speed. And this weekend, as they were coming down the stretch, his threesome is Stephen Alker, who's at like 162 or three. And 
uh, Jerry Kelly, who's in the 150s, and Padraig's up at 180, which is incredible. And it's really all from what he's learned from Michael Jacobs. We need to get Michael Jacobs on, on the podcast. Yeah, we should. We should. Okay. Christian. Uh, I kind of forgot how to do these. It's been so long. I mean, I, <laughs> but um, no, seriously, I, I, I know I haven't said it in a long time, but I know the boys here have probably had my back. Um, no, not at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Typical Alan. I know. Uh, you know, just continue. Andy, did. Andy, <laughs> Andy missed you. I missed Andy big time. <laughs> um, you know, just continue, please, to uh, you know, follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Obviously, we're growing. Um, I know I haven't been here, but that's going to be changing, obviously, uh, moving forward. So, um, you know, any any content that you guys would like uh, for us to do, um, you know, please let us know. And uh, we'd be more than happy to, if you'd like Alan to take a shot, like he just, you know, showcased on screen here. I know you guys can't see it, but you know, if you guys want Alan to do that, uh, you know, let us know. And uh, yeah, that was my 18th hole. All right. So I got two actually. Christian, first of all, it was good to see. Two is one. It is great to see Lydia Ko back on top and she is in fuego. That's number one. And literally as I was looking, scrolling, looking for a point, this one, this one's my added, my my uh, final thought one uh, one B, because um, I knew how much you'd appreciate this, Brennan. I, I don't even know if I can hold this up on screen, but it's I was surfing looking for a point I was trying to make for something you had said, and I find this that it says PGA file suit against Live, and it's the PGA of America oh, logo. Jesus <laughs> Lord. There and that's go. on Bleacher Report, I believe. Oh and I just, my that's my that's my final thought because I know you love the fact that the PGA of America and the PGA Tour, you're one and the same. That's right. You are that's right. Tight. Christian, I know there's you're about to get snow, but hit it long and straight, son. Because it beats you hitting it short and crooked, and in a divot. And in a divot. (laughs) You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.